I'm going to talk about um, the second path factor of the Eightfold Path today. I'm sort of going through the Eightfold Path and remembering and recollecting and reading and sharing. So last month I spoke about the first path factor, which was right view. Uh, right view had two aspects, right view of karma and right view of the Eightfold Path. And when Bhikkhu Bodhi talked about the Eightfold Path, he said there are two ways to understand the Eightfold Path. One is intellectual. Two is experience. So we can read and reflect and listen to Dharma talks, and that would be the intellectual part. And then the intuitive part, the experiential part, would be to actually do the Eightfold Path. So now we come to right intention. There are three intentions that are right and good, and three intentions that are negative and not so good. The three good intentions are renunciation, goodwill, non-harming. The three negative intentions are desire, craving, attachment, ill will, and harming. So let's talk about the first one, renunciation. It has a negative connotation in the West to renounce because it sounds like we're going to give everything up and not have anything to hold on to or enjoy, or to be happy with. But that's not the case. The case is renunciation is a way to reduce our suffering. The Buddha said in the Second Noble Truth that we suffer because we have craving, and we have desire, and we have attachment, and we have aversion. And the end result of Nibbana is to extinguish the craving and the desire and the attachment and aversion. So before we reach nirvana, we can be practicing renunciation. And as we get older, it seems to be easier. Now, when I was a young lad of 18... The most important thing in my life was my car. I worked all summer for a 1959 Impala convertible in red. And I would drive that little guy around all the time. And if something happened to it, like a ding, or a bird decided to let loose on the hood, or it was dirty for two weeks and I hadn't cleaned it, I was feeling bad because I was so closely related to that car and that made me happy. Now, at my current age, I look at my car as transportation. I have been saving water for the last year because I haven't washed my car. Thankfully, the rain came and washed my car and now we're supposed to get a little bit more rain tomorrow. So for the last few weeks, my car has been cleaned by nature. 
and that has saved me countless dollars and pennies. So this attachment that we need to sort of work with in our renunciation can start very simply by saying to yourself, I'm not going to have that second piece of chocolate cake. I'm going to renounce the second piece and enjoy the first piece even more. And then we might say, wow, my TV is almost a year old. Maybe I should get a new one. And we could say, but I'm practicing renunciation. I'm practicing to, to make the desires a little less strong, to make the attachments and, and the aversions sort of go away for a while. And maybe my TV will be fine. And as we get older, we figure that if I did get a new TV, it would probably outlast me. I'd be dead before the TV was. So maybe the old TV is good. Maybe it's good not to have that second piece of chocolate cake. Maybe in my renunciation of laziness, I could do a little exercise, like walk around the block. So renunciation can work for us in a very positive way by reducing our suffering because the Buddha said the main reason for our suffering is desire and renunciation will balance that desire. The second intention is goodwill. The negative is ill will. Can we have goodwill in this world that is so flawed? Can we have goodwill with all the people that we don't like? Can we have goodwill with all the people that we don't know? And it is possible, but to counter ill will, one can do what Sabota did earlier, the loving kindness meditation. If you have ill will or hatred or anger towards someone, you can do the metta meditation maybe once a day. It's simple. It's, it's online. You can memorize it. You can carry it in your wallet. And sometimes before you get on the 405 freeway, you might want to do a little metta meditation. So how does that work? Well, it, it changes your intention from negative to positive. It changes ill will into goodwill. And one of the ways I do it is I try to include all the people I don't like and all the people I don't know. How many people don't I know? Right now, about 8 billion people I don't know. But I want to wish them love and kindness, and I want to be filled with compassion and activity. So I might do this. I start with myself, because that's the guy I see every day in the mirror. And I want him to be happy, and I want him to be kind, and I want him to be loved by all. May I be happy, peaceful, and free from suffering. May no harm come to me. May no difficulties come to me. May no problems come to me. May I always find fulfillment. 
May I also have patience, courage, understanding, and determination to meet and overcome the inevitable difficulties, problems, and failures in life. May my parents, partners, pets, relatives, may they too be happy, peaceful, and free from suffering. May no harm come to them. May no difficulties come to them. May no problems come to them. May they always find fulfillment. May they also have patience, courage, understanding, and determination to meet and overcome the inevitable difficulties, problems, and failures in life. May all the people I don't like, may all the people I don't know, be happy, peaceful, and free from suffering. May no harm come to them. May no difficulties come to them. May no problems come to them. May they always find fulfillment. May they also have patience, courage, understanding, and determination to meet and overcome the inevitable difficulties, problems, and failures in life. May the suffering ones be suffering free, the fear-struck fearless be. May the grieving shed all grief. May the sick find health relief. If you can find time every day just to say that, part of that, a little bit of that, it will change the way you respond to the world you'll have a certain level of kindness that might have been missing, and you'll be able to deal with all types of people in a much more skillful way. Now, the third intention is non-harming. The negative is harming. Can we practice non-harming in our everyday life? Can we catch the little cockroach? and take it outside without harming it or killing it? Can we catch the little mouse and take it outside without harming it or killing it? Can we catch the little fly without harming it or killing it? Can we catch the little mosquito? Maybe not. But if we can, take it outside and not harm. Non-harming can be a practice, an everyday practice for you. It's a way of turning that intention of non-harming into the activity of compassion. And when compassion becomes an activity, it reduces the suffering in the world, your life and everybody else's life. So we start with the intention, which is internal and drives our speech and action, and we let the three intentions manifest through our speech and action, and that allows us to have wisdom and compassion. Compassion is the activity of kindness. So right intention is a very important aspect of the Eightfold Path.